From Wondery, this is I Hate My Boss, workplace drama, comedic relief. I'm Liz Dolan. And I'm Larry Seal. And hey, you made it. You're almost through the work week. Don't let some looming problem keep you from making it all the way to Friday. Send it to us and we'll help you. And we're doing that in a little bonus episode we're calling I Hate My Boss After Hours. (laughs) We're getting so many questions by voicemail and email and Facebook that we actually just wanted to create a space to answer more of your questions, especially those that have kind of more straightforward answers, because we're trying to help you be more fulfilled. So today we're going to be helping out Ashley, who needs some help with a coworker who uses her peers as her personal unpaid drivers. My name is Ashley. I'm calling from Los Angeles. I know you guys deal mainly with horrible bosses, but I was calling with a question about coworkers. I have a coworker who seems to think it's okay to have all of her other coworkers become a taxi, and now she's starting to look my way for rides really early in the morning, and it's just something I don't want to do. And I'm just wondering what you guys would suggest for how politely decline her without there being tension between us or anything bad between us. Wow. Well, that's... um... Look, Ashley, it's it's a reasonable question, and, and what that tells me is she's got her eye on how do I maintain a good relationship with my peers or coworkers, which, by the way, is just as important as maintaining a good relationship with your boss. So I'm, I'm glad we were doing this question. I guess my main perspective would be boundaries. You know, I'm big on boundaries, Liz. Speak I up. I know. Yes. <laughs> You're the you're the enforcer, Larry. <laughs> if there's something you don't want to do or you feel uncomfortable with or you can see it starting down a path you're not going to enjoy, I think there is no problem in the world with being able to speak up and say something about it. And that is probably going to create a little bit of tension for you. It sounds like Ashley speaking up for herself and saying, you know what? I don't want to get up really early in the morning because I've got to pick somebody up. I'm happy you want to be at work, but I don't want to be the driver. Yeah, I think what you're saying is that there's going to be negative tension here because you should say no because this is ridiculous. That that would be, that would be I'm my, the enforcer. I'm sorry. That would just be my take. But I think you made the point like, you know what? You're not going to be able to do this without creating any negative tension. So you have to not be afraid of whatever tension that can be created. You just have to say what you really believe. I wouldn't even say you're sorry. Just say, I can't do that and try to move on. Then you need to also know that the kind of person that makes these kinds of outlandish demands does not get brushed off that easily, Ashley. I'm sorry to tell you that. I fear I fear you are correct, Liz. Which is why I think if you just make up some excuse why, oh, I can't do it on Thursday, I have to blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, she'll be asking for a Monday or a Wednesday or a Friday. So you just have to say no, and you have to accept the negative tension it might create. But just say, I can't do that. Don't make a lot of excuses. Yeah. And, you know, we've got this thing now called Uber and Lyft. I think you just say, hey, you know what I do? I use this app and it works awesome, especially early in the morning when people are tired. You do not want to drive with me early in the morning. (laughs) You know, it's funny, though, because I think that we do want to get along with everyone at work, which is great. But sometimes there are people that will just ask you for things or to do things or behave in a way where you just have to like 
draw the line and say no and take whatever blowback comes from that because it's really them. It's not you. There's nothing wrong with drawing lines as long as you're thoughtful and respectful. It's actually being respectful of yourself and it's being graceful with the other person. There's nothing wrong with that. But the way some people have been raised, the way some people have been acculturated, that feels hard for them. I say you're going to have so many places in your life where if you're going to get run over if you don't draw good lines. Start now. Good luck, Ashley. Thanks, Ashley. And now we have a question from Vinolia, and she wrote in uh, via our email, which is IHateMyBoss at Wondery.com. And here's what she says. Hey, team, I get along with my boss, but only because I listen to her stories, drama, or just plain babbling. Whenever there's a conversation in our office, she'll start taking over, talking over everybody else until we stop and listen to her story. She doesn't even look up when I have something to say, but loves to chat with me about her life. How do I let her down gently by telling her to wait her turn and let the other person complete their story? The problem is I think she's so overly sensitive that she'd take it very personally if I just came out and said, you've got to wait. Okay, Vinolia, this is Liz. I feel like this is someone that clearly has a lot of other issues and just wants to be heard. I've said before on the show, I'm not a fan of bloviators. So I think you have one of those on your hands. But I think she's obviously emotionally very needy. So and what makes that situation really difficult for you is she is the boss. So she's kind of in charge of these meetings and she leads the discussions you have with her. I think if you want to correct her behavior, which is going to be hard to do, I would just recommend that you don't do that in front of other people. Make a separate appointment with her, talk to her. And also, I would say, don't talk on behalf of the people. Some of the rest of her behavior I don't know, Larry, how would you begin to get someone to just not spill their guts because they they have this emotional need to be heard? Sure. Well, look, I mean, when people are kind of babbling, right, if they're, they're over-talking other people and monopolizing a ton of the time, there's a need going on there somewhere, right? Something about them not feeling heard, about just needing some attention. I mean, it could be a lot of things from very simple to kind of more severe. I think of a couple of things. One is you can model an actual conversation with her. And so what I mean is when she starts telling her story, what what I would do is actually interject with questions that get her to stop telling kind of her story externally and make her kind of stop and think. You know, if you said something like, hey, so what was so important about that? Or, oh, my gosh, so what were you thinking right then? Basically, what you do is you interrupt their train of babbling and you show them what real interaction looks like. That can be a, a powerful modeling technique. I also agree with you. It would be ideal if you could be able to sit down and say, hey, look, I feel like when you're telling stories, I try to be a really good listener and I let you finish and I'm trying to be a good audience for you. I don't feel like I get the same thing from you. And I'd really like that because I'm happy to be your audience. I need you to be mine. I don't think it's offensive, but yeah. it points out the flip side of it. Yeah. You can't go to your boss and say you talk too much, but you can go to your boss and say, when you interrupt me when I'm talking, this is the impact it has on me. There's a big difference between those two conversations. Uh, look, I think there's a big difference, too. What I'm not talking about is confronting them because they're rude. But what you could do is say, hey, look, this is what I'd like as far as my piece of it. That could be super scary for her. But there are going to be a ton of times in her life and in her career where she's going to need to speak up for herself. And, and I think doing that skillfully 
It's important here. And now we want to hear from you. Do you have your own ideas about how to deal with the coworker who keeps asking for personal favors? Or how do you deal with babblers? So send us your ideas or ask us a question on Twitter or Facebook. We're at I Hate My Boss Show. And our phone number is 424-224-5711. Since our show started, we've already been downloaded hundreds of thousands of times. Yet it appears there are a few of you that have not yet left us a five-star review. We would love it if you left us one today. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please tell your friends to subscribe to I Hate My Boss on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or their favorite listening app. Don't miss our next episode on Monday.